I wish yeah, I had gotten what... back your speedos on air. <laughs> Didn't, but go ahead, Rap. Uh, yeah, hit okay. record. So this yeah. is all hot. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another installment of Verbal Tap. I'm hosting the portion that we call Over Under Kevin. And this week, Kev, I decided to get you somebody who's so hot. When I say so hot, they are already throwing hot fire at you while we're off air. No, it's more like that cold bullshit fire in the Game mm-hmm. of Thrones from the dragon that got murdered. The Don't week know what one. You're about. The oh. week one. That's what I'm referring to. I didn't Oof. feel warm. I felt cold. So when we start looking around at people, I always look at active competitors. I look around at people who might be black belts because I know that scares you a lot. I look at people who've been on a number of shows, your Kasai's, your badassery, number of super fights all around, making names for themselves on finishers. You know, this guy. Oh, people that have been to such strenuous places as Bali Jiu-Jitsu camp, Raph? Oh, God. Who have you found? (laughs) And if I'm being so honest, the real, I think, last thing that really convinced me to bring him on specifically today was he was trying to convince me at some point today in our random conversation that he was Tupac. And I realized as he said this to me, this kid's got balls because nobody just calls themselves Tupac and more importantly tries to tell someone from Los Angeles they don't know shit about Tupac. So I I wanted to bring on noted Tupac enthusiast, or maybe him himself reincarnated in Jewish form, our good friend, Frank Rosenthal. Frank, how are you doing, sir? I'm excellent. And for the record, I am whatever I say I am, and you don't know shit about hip hop. Yeah. All right. That's adorable. (laughs) I enjoy the fact that you come onto the show guns blazing, but Frank, how do we get started on this conversation? Well, first off, what have you been up to? Because Kevin's making fun of the fact that you went to Bali, and I'm not even making fun of you for that. Well, I didn't go to Bali yet. I'm going to Bali in October to do a camp. Uh, Kevin's probably upset because he's got a dad bod and doesn't look as good as, in a Speedo as I do. Uh, he's not so wrong Kevin, about that. Gonna, I am worried about my Speedo game, and you <laughs> seem pretty confident. You wear, are you wearing a fanny pack in multiple social media posts? That's a lot of confidence. Yeah, um, yeah, 100% that's confidence, but I feel like I've earned it. I don't know. Also, I agree. I agree with older, you. I don't know, but as you I get go older, on. As I get older, I think, uh, I don't know, man, it's just so much more efficient, and, like, I care less about what people think and more about efficiency. So, How much older? How are you? you how old are you? You're a member of the uh, Danaher Babysitter Squad. Everyone's aware of you all. <laughs> Naps at two. Uh, the hard stuff happens, you know, Fridays when they're back at home. How old are we you? Naps What's at your... <laughs> two. And John wakes us up for coloring at 3.30. That's good. And then, uh, yeah. And then it's snack time. Color in the space that's an arm. He's dealing with New Jersey public school system, so it's not all on him, the curriculum. He can only do so much, but you have to teach anatomy. Need to identify what a left leg is for a left leg lock to work. You train there every day. What's your story? How'd you get into this? Uh, How do I get into jiu-jitsu? Sure. Um, So I I wrestled in high school, and one of my best friends was already doing jiu-jitsu. He was a, a really good competitor under Matt Serra. And he uh, he was like, hey, man, like I think you would really like this. And 
pretty much we we uh like rolled around he beat the shit out of me and arm locked me several times and i was like wow this is uh this is really sick so from there we uh you know Hensel Gracie Academy was just starting to branch out and open affiliate schools and they opened one by me and so i started training there uh i trained there you know pretty much from white to brown belt and then made the switch full time into the Henzo Gracie Academy and had access to, you know, the training partners and coaching that I have now. And uh, yeah, it's been really good. Let's ask this. You recently just put up a photo with you and Buchecha that I'm staring at. And your quotation here is, turns out Buchecha is real strong. I wasn't sure before, but now I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It turns out he's not, he's not a weak man. Mm. Um, He's not a weak man. I'm actually really glad you finally got to the bottom of that because until mm-hmm. this yeah. post, it was iffy. He could have been. He could have gone either way. Yeah, the jury was out, but I think we settled it. What convinced you, dude? He literally in the locker room. I remember he walked into the locker room, and I turned. I think to Nick Ronan, and I was like, "He looks." I think I like I whispered it to him because I didn't want him to hear me. Obviously, I was like, "He looks like a fucking dinosaur." <laughs> and then Nick and then Nick Rune and I might have made dinosaur uh, noises and and acted like a dinosaur when he wasn't looking and then ran out of the locker room. For any who mocked my daycare comment, you yeah. are yeah. now enjoy the crow that's come full roost. <laughs> so okay, now that we know a little bit about your background, I see this Bali camp schedule. It's happening. Tell us a little bit about it because here's what I love. I love reading the bios just to kind of get a sense of mm-hmm. what they're promoting you as. So it says, meet your instructor. Frank Rosenthal is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and is part of the Henzo Gracie Academy Network as well as the Danaher Death Squad. Rosenthal made his name while competing in the no-gi, submission-only competitive circuit where he conquered well-respected events such as Rise and the Onnit Invitational Tournaments. Yeah, three of them. Who's counting? Whatever. Okay. I enjoy the fact that they use the word conquered because it makes me think that, what, are you Conan the Barbarian? Like, did you walk out with a chalice at the end of it? I think it means like in terms of jujitsu, obviously I did well. And then in terms of extracurricular activities, I probably also did well. (laughs) Okay, good. Just making sure. So tell us about this camp out in Bali. So Hector Casagrande, who, uh, you know, started leg locker, he's a really, really good guy uh, and really pushing the sport like in, in great new directions. He did an open mat. Uh, or he's doing these series of open mats all over the country. And he did one in New York and asked me to do one. So we had a great time at the open mat. And he was like, hey, I have this idea for expanding this into a camp. And I want to do these camps all over. And he's talking about Australia and Russia and, you know, wherever. And he's like, would you be interested? And I was like, fuck, yeah. And uh, Hector and I are both guys that when we say, like, we want to do something or that we're going to do something – we're not just like saying it to say it. Um, And he, you know, he, the next, you know, week or two weeks later, like came through and was like, yo dude, like it's going down. I'm putting it together. Uh, And like, he made it happen. So I pretty much just had to say yes. And then he kind of took it from there. And um, obviously like I had some input as well. And uh, he, he would, you know, 
be like, Frank, what do you think about this video or that promo or whatever? But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's really like the man behind the mission and, uh, he made it happen. So I'm really excited that it's, uh, it's going to go down. Super cool. Now, Kev, just in case you don't know this, whenever they put out the promotional flyers and the videos for this, it's Lego Locker full seminar featuring or feet uh, Frank Rosenthal as if he's what Pitbull and Kesha. I'm I'm definitely Kesha in this scenario. Okay. Um, oh. I got a pocket full of, I got a pocket full of glitter and a dangerous attitude, Raf. <laughs> <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. That yeah, helped answer his age question. He had a Kesha <laughs> quotation way too at the ready. He's younger. Yeah, he's a younger I human saw, being. I That's saw helpful. Kesha in, I saw Kesha when I was in college, and I'm I'm not ashamed about it. And all two weeks you were there, it was glorious. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you haven't if you haven't been to a Kesha concert, you haven't been to a concert. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Cute. All right, so Frank, let me I ask this. I thought that time I saw New Kids on the Block Backstreet Boys <laughs> combined to do an NKTBSB tour. I had seen a concert. It's good to know I was wrong. Dude, they would be the opening act for Kesha. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying it was a concert. So, okay, Frank, let's talk this, because it says you've conquered those tournaments, and you really have. You've got a really impressive uh, series of credits to your name. I'm I love seeing you. I'm not impressed by it, Raph, but you, oh, you, I mean, you keep using your inflated rhetoric. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. How many Onnit titles did you win? I mean, a few less than you have, I guess, if we're, okay. just, <laughs> if we're just totaling them. All right. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I'm going to. I thought they just gave those away, though. I thought I you get one like, I, as a participation. I, see, I thought I had won one in the early 2000s. I'll check. I'll check. I'll get yeah, back we'll, to we'll go back and double check that one. We'll I'm pretty back. sure when we'll I went to go number. cover the Ana Invitational, they gave me an award. I was like, what's this for? And I was just like, you're here. And I was like, dope. So anyway, Sweet. love you guys, Curtis. You're great. I want to say this. I see that you've done good things with Rise and it. I think you've uh, carved out a nice niche over on the uh, Kasai. I mean, my question is, when do we get you on other sorts of competition sort of uh, platforms? Because for me, I'm looking at that. I'm seeing Nikki going over. I'm seeing him do Polaris. And I'm thinking to myself, are they looking to bring you ever at some point on that? Uh, yeah, I hope so. I mean, um, they've definitely talked to, to Nikki about maybe in, something going down in August and get me on in August. Um, and that's the platform I want to go to because like I'm down for any promotion, but I'm, I want to do all the promotions that will offer me the highest level opponents and the toughest guys. Um, some guys are out here just to get highlight real wins and to, to say they were on this show or say they were on that show. But like, I'm really, you know, I've said it before, like I'm really not here to fuck around and, I want to, I want to fight the best guys. And that generally tends to be on the biggest shows because that's what, where the best guys want to go to. Uh, so yeah, like Polaris is one of those that I have not done yet, uh, that I'm very eager to do. And so, uh, hopefully gets put together for, for August or, or whenever. Um, and, and we can, we can get a really big match going. Have you pitched doing a tag team match with Nikki? I would absolutely do a tag team match with Nikki. Who would we fight though? That's that's the question. No problem. Mm -hmm. We got fifteen people loaded. Uh, Keith Gregorian yeah. and whoever Tenth Planet has that's youthful and available. That would be um, that's yeah, off the top of fun. my head. There we go. Steel steel cage match. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! Hang forty bucks and hey, Keith 
Heath is a warrior, man. That that kid's a scrapper. I know he's down for a steel cage match. Hey. I don't know about that. I, if I'm being honest, because uh, even when we present our WWE BJJ stuff, Keith's always like, well, the last thing we put up between myself and Milton, he goes, that was too much cursing, you guys. And I was like, oh, I Keith. can I can talk him into it. I can talk him into it. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, you know, as somebody who who knows the kid and, and yeah. knows how he is, he's he's a good kid. But the he thing is, is you're kid. not you're not gonna pull him away with your streetwise New Yorkerness and pull him over and be like, "Hey, kid, come over here." He doesn't fall for that shit, okay? Yeah, uh, we'll see. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes, so that'd be good. I would definitely love to see you over there. Now, here's the thing: we're gonna transition into picking. The whole order of business we have you here for today is to go through the UFC 237 card. Now, mm-hmm. before we do so, I really value shit talking. But I always like to give our guests the opportunity to get to know a little bit about Kevin in cross-examination. So for okay. your own ammunition, do you have questions for Kevin that would help you in your ability to make fun of him in this game? I sure do. Um, Kevin, what, uh, what, what do you do for a living, Kevin? Presently, how do I survive? Yeah, like how do you, how do you pay your bills? <laughs> yeah, so I do two things, three things, if we're just yeah. being super specific about what I file on my taxes. I am a professional entertainer. I am, two a teacher at community colleges. You should be familiar with those. Okay. And yeah. three, <laughs> I work in the tech industry. I am someone who makes like uh, Netflix happen for a large cable company. Well, I don't do anything. Okay. I manage a team that what? does it. Let's go back to the inner the entertainment aspect of it. What kind of entertainer are you? Yo, Private you dancer. pick it, sweetie. I will show up in the right <laughs> amount of undergarments, and I will make your whole bachelor party sing. Okay, all right. I think I I, I got all I need here. Yeah, you got it. I bought special underwear wrap. I don't want to get too yeah. particular, but in the move, certain things couldn't make it, including well, my prop box. Yo, which had what kind some of underwear of my... are you wearing though? Presently? No, no, I mean like the oh. sponsor dick. Oh, it's called Allure? Oh, North South Jiu Jitsu. Damn idiot. it. I missed Jesus it. Christ. I missed it. I immediately went <laughs> It's called Allure. Was it embarrassing? I'll cut that. North no South Jiu Jitsu underwear. It's the best. Go wear it because Kevin can't remember when I'm giving him a cue. Kev, why should they wear the North South Jiu Jitsu underwear? Because they're Kevin, the... you're missing a fucking layup, my man. Shut up. I don't need anything. I didn't from even the know the Frank. I didn't even know the answer. I didn't even know the answer, but I knew the answer. So you gave a community college effort. <laughs> oh no! You heard it. You heard it here. Oh, wow. Frank wears North South Jiu Jitsu underwear. I wear them. Raph wears them. I guess I don't always wear them because I've got the allure on right now. Because I was trying to bring the romance back to Mondays for Milady. But if you're trying to bring the romance back to your mat partners with respectful hip gripping and no plumber's crack. Head on over to NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Free shipping. U.S. and Canada on orders over $80. Speaking of free shipping, are you shipping out something over there? That wasn't me. Who, me? That was your friend. No, I know who that is. That's your friend. Yeah, I was like, I don't make those types of noises while podcasting. That was was me. I might be doing some cooking over here. Cooking in the toilet? Or was that a shower of some sort? You know what? I'm not even going to. I heard some beeps happening, and when I hear beeps, it makes me think microwave, which is not cooking. Let's just be very. It was actually, it was actually the oven, and I'll have you know that it was spanakopita, which is cooking because I took them from the freezer and put them in the oven, and they came out perfect. 
Okay. Well, this is going to make for great chewing noises. Like, here's a technical term you might not be familiar with. Fuck off. (laughs) Well, let's do this. Why don't we go ahead and switch to the game of Over Under Kevin? Was that a bop it? Shut up, kid. Nobody asked you to talk. Here's the way it works. My name is Rafa Sparza. I am the host of this segment called Over Under Kevin. It's a very simple game because we have very simple guests. The way it works is super easy. We go through the entire card out of order. We then ask each participant to say who they think is going to win. And if I so deem it as the moderator of this game, I will give them 15 seconds of rebuttal time. And whoever gets the most picks right does technically win but we have a higher standard here on the show and truly respect those who talk the best amount of shit gentlemen do you both understand the rules kevin do you understand the rules well yeah but fortunately i didn't go to school in the upper northeast coast so it's a lot easier for me to be able to read and write fair enough uh frank do you understand the rules i understand it uh about as well as a community college professor yeah Okay. Well, kids, let's let's. You know, be if you nice just wear the... a blazer with elbow pockets, people just follow you, Frank. That's an FYI to you. You don't have to have a degree or anything. They'll just <laughs> listen to what you say. All right. Well, let's do this, gentlemen. I've got some time on a clock right now. We're going to start with our very first fight right now, and Kevin, you're going to start us off, and it is a match between Luana Carolina, which is a terrible name. Versus Priscilla Cochoeira. Go. Well, I appreciate that you went to the early prelims. That should make our guest feel comfortable, as that's where he's accustomed to fighting. I'm going to go ahead and take the person with the more aggressive guy, like the gaze. Like, this Mm -hmm. is an aggressive eyes choice. El Carolina. She looks okay. pissed off in this photo. For a second, it sounded like it was going to go really bad and we were going to get a call from the LGBT. No, nope, uh, no, nope. this okay. was not a comment where I'm talking about the gays. Right, just the, the gays, the stare. The mm-hmm. gays. Got it. Okay, Frank, what do you got for us? 15 seconds. I'm sorry, can you repeat the choices? The choices oh, are dude, Luana The Carolina. Northeast Public Schools don't lie. They're fine. They just need a second time if you have yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We always know that Frank, every time he gets submitted, goes, wait, wait, can we go again? Can we just quickly <laughs> do what we were going to not do? Okay. It is a women's flyweight bout okay. between Luana Carolina yep. and Priscilla Cachoria. I'll go Carolina because I can't really pronounce the other one's name. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll go Carolina Okay. by... You don't have to say what it's by. You don't. No, but I am because I'm more educated than Kevin. I'm going to go by unanimous decision. Uh, Yep, I'll go unanimous decision. Okay, Kev, Kev. Uh, Only took him two tries, so more educated for for sure. Yeah, Kev, should we inform him, though, that there is a very, very low statistical average of people being able to Babe Ruth and call their shot? As to how it's going to end when they add on the extra homework. It doesn't go great. It just doesn't go great. It goes a lot like Babe Ruth's career. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially toward the end. Uh, 
Frank, you're going to lead us off on this next match. It is a welterweight bout between Warleli Alves versus Sergio Moraes. Go. Uh, definitely go Sergio Moraes. Um, I'm not going to call the method by which he's going to win, but I'll go with Sergio Moraes. Okay. Kev, I've got 15 on the clock for you. Well, I'll have you know that ESPN has his TDACC at 40.63, as opposed to my man Alves, who's at 44.44. And I don't know what that statistic means. I'm no. just citing it and using okay. it, hoping for the best. Okay, Kev, here's a follow-up question for you. Uh-oh. This is important. Is he starting to walk back a little bit, that whole, I know what I'm talking about, I'm super smart, because this time he opted not to give a finish. You could already tell. The person from the Danaher Babysitter's Club is like, mm-hmm. I might have bitten off a little bit more leg than I can chew. We've all reached that heel that's a little too steep, it's a little too tough for us to assent, and we have to we have to backstep it. It's Frank, do you have any response to that? Uh, I've never bitten off a heel that was too much to chew. Um, Kevin hasn't bitten any heels, so uh, yeah, because I don't have a fucking foot fetish, Frank. Jesus, Raph, who'd you bring well, on tonight? I'm not about to. Not- do. I'm not gonna settle for the unchristianity nature. <laughs> Of the guest tonight, sir. Well, keep not winning titles then, Kev. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I, to I can this. guarantee I will keep not winning titles. That part I Frank, can actually hold up to for the first Frank, time. There is night. a little bit of me right now that can't help but think, is this Gordon on the line just in a weird like voice modificator? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure Gordon... Gordon would have been way over the top than I am. I'm nice. I'm nice to Kevin compared to what Gordon would have been to Kevin. Yeah, just there's it's, it's a little. Yeah. You know how they say regionally you can have an accent. You uh-huh. are sort of adapting, or you guys maybe all have one uh, brain hive of how you do sound. But there's definitely um, this voice that's like an octave down, where you guys talk like this, and then there's usually a really bad insult toward the end. A bad wife? Insult toward the end. No, I think it's just I think it's just like a New York thing, like we just like to insult people. Mm, I wish you guys were better at it though. All right, let's go to the next one. Your... Light heavyweight <laughs> in between Antonio Rodrigo Nagara, who by the way is still fighting nope. versus Ryan Span. <laughs> Kev, what do you got? This was one of the saddest I saw. I was like, the other Nogueras back on a card? This card took me back to two thousand twelve. It was a lovely year. Not much was going on. Weed was still illegal. Our span is who I'm choosing because my man Noguera, unless they found him an exclusive boxer, maybe. Okay. Frank, what do you got for us? 15 seconds on the clock. I actually legitimately am going with Noguera. Uh, I wasn't positive that he was still alive, but if he's still alive, he's not going anywhere, and he's definitely not losing a fight. So I'm going to go Noguera. Okay, that's sound logic if I've heard it. Inside scoop, make... I'm not sure he's alive either. I'm with him on that. <laughs> he might be right on that. It's going to be one of those fights where you see him show up at the weigh-ins. You go, oh, he's still alive. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Good for him. Uh, we've got a lightweight bout, Frank, that I need you to mm-hmm. tell me who's going to win. It's between okay. Francisco Trinaldo 
versus Colo, Diego, Fieria. Who wins? Go. Oh, God. Uh, I'll go Francisco because his name is somewhat related to mine. And, uh, yeah, that, that's about all I can base it off of. Okay, Kev. I'm going with the Ferrari, which is not his nickname. But I'm going with Diego Ferreira for approximately the exact same reason. I was like, these guys are both a little aging. And I can't go, I can't flush it on the Brazilian card. I'm going mm. for mm. Kev, you're going to lead us off on this next bout. It's a featherweight bout between Noe Jose Aldo and Alexander Volkanovski, which I think is a car. I'm not sure. I don't want to choose. Is that okay with this one? Can I choose not to? Do I do I have to play? You can abstain, but it no, would I don't allow... want to abstain. I've seen what that oh Kevin's Bolinovsky. Bolinovsky Kevin, gonna... for fuck's sake, you guys made me do it. On his home turf, he's gonna get embarrassed. Frank. Kevin's the master of abstinence, and that's why there he wanted to abstain. I, however, will play because I'm an adult. Um I'll go Aldo. <laughs> this is what Brad, I truly enjoy have said about some that. Insulting one. shit to me. That one sure. hurt the most. The idea. Haven't you walked into it? The idea I might abstain and exercise. You literally said I want to abstain. <laughs> Can okay, gentlemen. Time out for both of you. Okay. Call me a sinner. I will not abstain. Great. Um, that, n- nope. Love it. Love it so much. I, I want to point out here something, which is the fact that he definitely had that joke in the chamber, Kev, because the minute he heard abstain, he's like, nope, your honor. I want, well, let's can just I say it upset me, Raph, and I'm not prepared to shake hands and move on. We're halfway through a match where there's an edge and I'd like you to just move on with your questions. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, don't get mad at the, the moderator. The moderator is the end-all be-all of this game. I'm starting so... to understand Polaris's position with this guy. He oh, really no. certain to, he seems to bring a little too much ego. I'm going to say it. Mm. He's got nothing for that. All right, we're going to move on. Um, we have a lightweight bout, which is still strange that this is happening because I thought the last time we read something that was happening to one of these guys, it was oh, not going not well for read them. this fight. Don't say it out loud. It's not oh, happening. Fuck. Yeah, okay. So BJ Penn is theoretically fighting uh, Clay Guida. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a number of things that have come up that wow. might have made me a little surprised we're still seeing this fight. So, Frank, why don't you tell us who's going to win? My God, I'm just trying to get my bearings here. Uh, I... Uh... First of all, I thought Guido was retired. Um, I get, uh, Penn's coming off a bad loss. Wait, I guess wait. I go. Wait, Penn's coming off one bad loss or like ninety since <laughs> like the last decade. Not... He He's had the coming most... off like several, this... but in the, you know, like in the the last one was real, real. Like he got his leg broken pretty. Pretty good. Uh, he has the most leg appropriate reaction to this fight, and I can't disagree with anything that's happened so far. The um, cussing, the confusion, the uh I guess I'll go with I'll go with Guida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if I have to, like I'll let's go with Guida. Fuck it. Sure. Kev. 
Yeah, ditto. But I want to take this 15 seconds that I would spend even talking about this fight because ditto to my friend across the pond here. I would much rather watch Frank spar with any of his sparring partners. I'd rather watch him and Keith Gregorian. You could replace them on this card right now I'd rather watch than this fight. So I just want to be super clear. I'm going to take Guida, but I would rather watch a 135-pound grappling match. I would actually rather Keith strangle me again than watch this fight. Yep. That would be fun. Oh, okay. Then this fight, then watching two guys is like, are you serious? Stop punching. 100%. Stop punching each other in the head. It's not okay. Let's also discuss, I have an actual ruling as to when the last time BJ Penn won a fight. Would you guys like to know when that was? Honestly, when was it? Uh, 2016? I want to say like 2010. 2010 is correct. It was against oh, Matt Hughes. Shit. It was a KO by punches. And mm-hmm. it was at UFC 123. And that means that it's been a hundred UFCs since we have seen BJ Penn in the win wow. column. It's been a lot more than a hundred. It's been a hundred fourteen. <laughs> yes, thank you, Kevin, for the specificness on that one. A beautiful um, mind over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous for the fact that the last time we read that BJ Penn had something <laughs> happening to him, it was that he was abusive, and that all these other claims that were coming up. And then they said, you know, what's a good idea. Let's have him continue to fight okay. if there is some CT. Let's get him up there. Yeah. yeah. Woof. Well, that just makes On me the sad. Prelims. Let's go to one. Yes, the very beginning of the prelims. All right, let's go to our next fight. It's a middleweight fight, and I'm going to give you both 30 seconds to say who you think is going to win with some analysis, if you so please. Uh, from middleweight contenders, Jared Cannonier versus Anderson Spider. Silva, Kevin, you start us off. I get to go first. I'm gonna not choose age over beauty. I'm gonna okay. go consistent with mankind, nature, Danaher, and I'm gonna choose beauty over age, which should also explain how Frank got in. He, you already heard him bragging about his abs. I have no doubt. Cannoneer, much stronger and better, and I like that they're trying to throw a bone to Silva. But you got to go with Cannoneer. You just kind of have okay. to. You're not paying attention if you don't. Frank, what do you got for us? 30 seconds on the clock. I'm actually going with Silva because he kicks people in the face. Um, I'd like to kick Kevin in the face, so there's some relatable feelings there. Let's go Silva by knockout in inside three. Okay, well, inside three. Good good idea, <laughs> especially when it's uh, not going inside five. Rounds or minutes? I was just going to say. Rounds, minutes, seconds. You guys pick. Uh, I'm going to pick seconds. Perfect. No, we're good, Riff. Let's discuss this very quickly, Frank. Are you just a grappler? Do you do the punch kick as well? Um. Oh, he was a wrestler. Are you MMA? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I. Uh, I do the punch kick. Um, I throw my hands and flail my legs. Uh, like a like some type of retarded dolphin. Um, in an, in an every, organized class, <clears throat> do you take every now and again? Classes? I'll I'll jump in every now and again. I'll jump in the Muay Thai class, but it's that's not a yes, Raph. That's a maybe. Mm-hmm. That's a because when he said that he wanted to kick on the line, mm-hmm. it sounded like when he said he wanted to kick you. I was like, yeah, there's a number of grapplers I wouldn't even mind. I wouldn't even pay attention to where I go. Yeah, you can kick me if you want. I'm not that scared. 
But for you, Frank, I'm just not certain because I don't see you every day. So it's kind of hard to get an idea on if uh, that is something that you do on the side. So now we know yeah, more no, than ever. I'm not, I'm you, not good. You don't. So that's good. Kev, you might good. be okay on that one. I don't feel very okay. I feel like he's playing yeah. boy. It's like he's in there twice a week. Just hitting the <laughs> shit out of those bats. <laughs> I'll let well, you know when I feel safe. You keep me posted. That's fair. Let's go to our next fight. It's a women's bantamweight fight between Irene Aldana versus Beshe Correa, which, again, I was like, where the fuck has she been? This is the Let's best. Let's put 15 seconds on the clock for Frank. Go. Uh, I'll go with not Correa because I don't think I've ever actually seen her like win, win a fight. I'm not. I'm not like trying to be a dick. I just don't remember her um, winning a fight. Well, Kev, Frank says, "Come on, Irene. What do you say?" Fifteen seconds on the clock. Come on, Irene. Oh, you're something to me. In this moment, I just can't choose Betje. Been fighting okay. a long time. Can't do it either. I got to go with uh, the Mexican fighter in this particular instance. Okay. Well, the Mexican fighter appreciates your labeling of her both hey, white people. I used to watch Oz, Raph. We don't want <laughs> to be careful here. just want to point out, you guys both just had the pleasure of having a Cinco de Mayo in my honor. And now this is the thanks Mexicans get for that. For shame, both Thanks. of you. Frank was Thanks, really Kev. training. He doesn't seem like that hard. He, Frank didn't. Well, Frank, can I ask you, did you like take the day off to drink at a bar or were you still training on Sunday? I trained in the morning and then I went to a Cinco de Mayo party where I didn't offend anyone by labeling them. Um, so I did both. I trained and I partied. You didn't pretty party sure you if offend. you didn't offend anyone. That's my yeah. personal perspective, but I'll we'll agree to disagree on what constitutes a party. Raph, next fight. I'm just going to say the fact that you went to a Cinco de Mayo party in New York means it's already offensive to somebody. So there <laughs> yeah, is that. It was, also, it was also on Saturday, which turns out was the 4th, not the 5th. So it wasn't oh, a real Cinco Jesus. de Mayo party. It was but, a Cinco de Mayo Eve party. It's like on Arrested Development when they celebrate Quattro, when they get really mad that the Mexicans are too close to their day. <laughs> it's great. All right, welterweight bout between Thiago Alves and Loreno Starapoli. Kevin, you go. Well, everyone knows I'm a sucker for a good Italian strapoli. I, I struggle every time they put it in front of me. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of carbs. But then I remember I'm not a professional fighter, and that's not a thing I, I worry about. And with someone who has an S-I-G-S-D-R-A-C-C of 35 points, <laughs> I don't understand what ESPN statistics are. In this particular, they have all these acronyms that are like S-T-G. Either way, I'm going with the, the Strapoli. Okay, that was a long journey to that. Frank, what do you have for us? Uh, I wish I got those like 30 seconds of my life back. Um, I'll go Tiago Alves. Uh, guy fought for a world title. And yeah, I think he takes this one. Talk All right. Me. Sound logic. He Let's thinks, do this. I know. That's how we shift into checkmate here, Raph. Mm. Speaking of which, so Frank, just to let you know, on the show here, whenever we do this segment, we normally do a wager of some sort. 
Now, mm-hmm. we don't make it money because jujitsu. Nobody makes money in jujitsu. So what we do is we come up with fun little wagers that aren't necessarily money money based. But Kevin, what are some examples of those things that have been done in the past? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go through the last three or four because they're some of my favorites. Last week, I made someone from New Zealand do an American shoey, which where instead of spitting in the beer as you pour it into the shoe, you just have to put a piece of American cheese in first. <laughs> the world is welcome. Prior to that, I had to buy a shirt for one of your, um, I mean, I don't know how many teammates you have per se. But Ashley, last name, first name. <laughs> Lauren Rollo. Who, by the way, we wish very good things for. We hope you're fighting the good fight, Ash. Ashley Rollo. I said last name, first name, by the way. Crushed it. I know. I got you. I had to buy a few of her shirts. And fortunately for me, very comfortable, fun shirts. Actually, I moved in one of them. Got a nice compliment. Prior to that, Keith Gregorian, whom we were already talking about, came on the podcast he's wrong about how amazing cotton candy is he excuse mm-hmm. me candy corn wow i gotta focus mm. he said i already candy, know what i'm gonna pick he said candy corn sucked pick. and he's wrong it's amazing mm-hmm. so there's one and he has to do a video about how amazing it is he did a video and it wasn't great it was more about how okay. i'm kind of wrong about my choices but i'm not gonna fault him because he did his best so frank we're not gonna ask you to say what it is but you have an idea of what you would like to do 100 percent. okay so we're going to reveal that once we get to the end of the picks but for right now i'm going to ask you an important question who the fuck is going to win the women's bantamweight bout between <laughs> Dalita bernardo and melissa gato uh i'm gonna go with gato okay. on the basis that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Never stopped you before. Kevin, what do you have for us on this one? Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not a Danaher uh, junior varsity player, but I guess <laughs> if I could offer some of my expertise, I'm going to go with Bernardo because uh, my man here beats to the tune of his own drum, and she's going to bring that 134 pie pounds of orthodox fighting that's what they did have you call her my man here as if they you were her understand they have orthodox i'm sorry i'm just loving espn so her sub average is 0.67 percent as opposed to her opponent who has no metrics it's like espn put in their football statistics it says td average at the bottom uh, what the f- I guess takedown maybe, but you might want to add a little TKW. Uh, it's a it's a passer rating. Takedown eight. So takedown average versus takedown ACC. Anybody mm. know what that means? Nope. It just means how many times they've watched ADCC. Yeah. I think where we should go on this is Thanks, is a lightweight CSV. bout between Thiago Moses, the other Thiago, versus Kurt Hallebach. Kev, you start us off. 15 seconds. Yeah, well, Moses is a farcical fantasy that was created oh, no. in the First Testament. And I'm not going to sign no. into that type of bullshit. I'm going with Holoba and his three extra inches of reach. And three inches isn't his entirety of a reach. I should mention that for our friend Frank. It's just how much more he has. Mm. Got it. Mm. Frank, what do you have for us on that one? Uh, there's no way I'm not going with the guy whose last name is fucking moses 
Um, let's go with Moses. <laughs> it's Frank's not the guy. fucking Moses. It's just Moses. Oh, well, I'll see what the oh. uh, his middle name is. Hold on, let me check. Oh, oh, it is Watch Theodore it fucking Moses. Excuse me. That is his middle name. Frank is definitely the guy who didn't need much convincing when Moses came down. And he's just like, no, guys, let's go fucking Moses already. It's going to flood. It's like, all right. Guy, guy, parted the, guy parted the Red Sea, dude. Let's go with Moses. <laughs> yes. I love the fact that Moses is as real as any of the Avengers. So let's go through that. Women's throwaway bout between Rose Namajunas and Jessica Andrash. I'm going to say this right now. Frank, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Who is going to win? Go. Uh, I'm going with Rose because I dig that she looks like Eleven from uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, uh, powerful right hand, so let's go with Rose. Okay, Kev. I am also going to be going with Rose the Thug, Naman Yunus, and not because she looks like she's 11. Though I can certainly understand how Frank Rosenthal, who has the name of an 88-year-old, might just Mm -hmm. use what he knows, which is Netflix, because his grandkids got him an account. I am going with Rose Namajunas due to Colorado judgment. It's a okay. Thing. Kev, I'm going to ask this just in the event that we have some tiebreakers because you guys did pick a couple similar people. Um, we need two picks on performances of the night and a fight of the night in the event we have an unbreakable tie. Kev? Mm. Yeah. Well, this is easy. First performance of the night goes to the thug. Mm-hmm. The second one definitely doesn't go to Anderson Silva. So I'll hit you with my early spoiler that the second one goes to Cannoneer because in front of the Brazilian audience, they're going to be like, how do we explain that Anderson Silva sucks? And the actual fight of the night, and I feel very strongly about this, is going to mm-hmm. go towards Moses versus Hollabaugh. Because parting those Red Seas is fucking, it's tedious. So if there was going to be a fight of the night candidate, it's going to be Moses versus Holaba. Good stuff. Frank, what do you have for us on two? Go ahead. Uh, Okay, fight of the night. Just to prove a point that I can beat Kevin, I'm going to go fight of the night. DJ Penn, Clay Guida. No. (laughs) Um, No, I am. No, I literally am. Like, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm essentially launching one from half court. For I no want to retreat uh, any things I commented <laughs> about the smallness of his sack. It's a it's a robustly sizable sack. That's a that's a gutsy call. That's fair. Fight in the night, Guida Pen. Uh, performance in the night, Anderson Silva. You need two. And Rose. Rose. Okay. All right. We normally defer to the guests to say what they <laughs> think the bet should be. So, Frank, you said you had something in mind. I'd love to hear what it is. What is the wager you have in mind? Okay. So, earlier on the call, we talked about Kesha. Okay. And how Kevin was judgmental of Kesha because he doesn't know real music and <laughs> um, probably listens to, like, kids bop in his car. So, if I win, uh, Kevin has to 
on his Instagram, not Instagram live, but on his Instagram, post a video that we can repost and watch over and over. He's got to sing an entire Kesha song of my choosing. So that would get us into some social media violations. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. Can you Instagram live it? Uh, well, I'll have to talk to Raph about the logistics of the, how about this? How about 30 seconds of our favorite Kesha song? Perform passionately. You'll get a video to the verbal tap Instagram, because I don't personally have Instagram because I'm not a 12-year-old. And you can use your personal Instagram. That's how we'll we'll achieve this. To our... And you have to wear glitter. Ditto, my man. Like if, okay, but oh, you man. do too. And I already have body yeah. glitter at the ready because I live a weird fucking life. Frank entertainer. No. <laughs> He's a private dancer. Oh, yeah. Never forget that. His tax guy always looks at him and goes, are we really trying to write off that much glitter? How much body glitter do we need this year? It's like the same truckload we've always had since I was 19. There's never enough. There's never enough glitter. I mean, Kev, the only thing I would say here is there's a part of me that wants to make him do the Kesha song in front of Danaher, who just looks at him disapprovingly. Oh, the the more time. teammates you can get in the video, yeah. the higher the respect value. Yeah. I'm at a Hibero affiliation, my man. We have zero sense of humor. You're supposed to be the fun guys. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say this. Okay, so Frank, we need to do a couple things. Number one, we always invite the person to come back the following week. And you to... are that person, sadly. So yeah. I just wanted to interrupt with a crushing reality. We always interview the person who came on the show to compete and over under Kevin to come back the following week. So would you like to watch the fights and then come back on the show? Yes. Okay. And number two, if for some strange reason the people want to follow you or get in touch with you or perhaps take seminars or privates from you, where can they reach you? Or see this guy's abs. I mean, damn. Sorry. I don't know why they would want to do that, but uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Frank Rosenthal 11. Um, and yeah, get in contact with me on there. All right. it's good stuff. Do you have any parting words for each other? Kevin, do you have any parting words for Frank? Yeah, I've been shaving off against you, Dan and her people for a while. And I noticed a few things. One, you're simple, mm-hmm. but two, you're really in denial about it. So I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have nothing to say to that because uh, Kevin teaches at community college. So he's not a real person. <laughs> so I, I had a man button for a while, Frank. Think about that. Kevin, that view. Kevin saying that we're simple is like a white belt trying to correct a black belt's technique. It just, it just doesn't make sense. Oh, you know, at some point, hold John on. Danaher, hold on. John Danaher oh. had to be a white belt at some point. And I'm pretty sure if he would have pointed out, now I know this may sound incredibly unbelievable oh we're comparing kevin to john danaher that's where we're at now we're <laughs> you're the one that made john danaher is fucking... no we are we're not gonna... no we are not because he's not from new jersey best i know unlike half of your academy and until we're prepared to address honestly the differences between new jersey and its faults and new york and its normalcy i can't understand how we're just going to ignore it that's my only issue <laughs> A lot of people from Jersey getting a lot of bravado, Raph. 
<laughs> a lot. I'd of also Rihanna. like to say that if anybody's ever seen our Instagram account, they're very well aware that Kevin has no influence, work, interest in that. So or Dan that's or why her, I, like structure <laughs> to yeah. anything I've ever done, uh, because. And I I do want to give our man Frank Rosenthal Levin here a shout out social media wise. You want to mm. see what it takes dedication wise to fight, to stay involved, to stay around the people you need to to be competitive. Check out this man's Instagram feed. Find him. Get a seminar from him. He's not always in Bali. No. Playing around in a. He's also got some super fights too. Frank, what are the fucking super fights yeah, you got lined up? Yeah, fighting. Jesus. Uh. So I'm fighting uh, Jeremy Skinner at Grapple Fest on June 1st in Liverpool. And then I'll be competing against Carlos Rosado at the Rise Invitational June 21st. And that'll be on UFC Fight Pass. And then uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the summer with Polaris and the upcoming Kasai in August. So, yeah, should be should be a busy summer. Very good. Frank, we appreciate you coming on the show this week. We look forward to seeing whatever happens next week because, uh, spoiler, uh, Kevin will probably very much agree and love doing a Kesha song even if he loses. So it's not like he's really going to lose this one. <laughs> I was also going to be like, let's get let's start getting uh, Frank as quickly into the circuit as possible. Uh, <laughs> social media people, let's start tweeting at Polaris and Kasai. Let's get this man in front of some people because yeah. you never know if he's going to agree to a bet where he sings Kesha <laughs> the next time he heel hooks someone in a super fight. And that's the type of people we need in the audience. So Get to work. You you fight just incredibly aggressively mean for a little guy. I'm gonna go ahead and mm-hmm. say it. You're not like mm-hmm. a real little guy, but you. Um, he's a little guy. But he fights like a dickhead. Like he fights like Josh Barnett. So give our man Frank some follows. Check him out and make sure he's getting on the card. You don't disappoint. Thanks, guys. number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is